Hello, welcome to Anna Shemetli Her YouTube channel with myself, Demoho. Today I have an honorable guest. We have Stabile. Stabile is a well known clinical psychologist, and you might know her from Instagram with you know the mini videos, IGTV videos that she does, giving us advice, insights on what to do, what not to do, and really how to tackle just you know your mental well being. So I will just, I don't want to do any injustice. So I'm just going to hand over to her so that she can profile herself. And yeah, Star, how are you? Well, thanks on yourself. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yes. So just let us know who are you, what you're about, and where can the people find you? So there isn't really much to it. I'm, <laughs> I'm Stabile. I'm a clinical psychologist by profession. I'm based in Durban. I'm currently working in a context um, of children who are struggling with neurodevelopmental disorders. Um, and um, also have a private practice, still based in Pinetown. Um, yeah, where I see adults who are struggling with day-to-day -day life stresses um, and all the other mental health um, issues that people do present with. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Clinical psychologists by professional, guys. I mean, I just, I admire psychologists. Um, well, I love psychologists, but I also admire like people who, um, like you, you know, who just want to see the better of, of people mm. because you naturally believe that from mental wellness, then that's where people can just step out to better themselves. Mm, and I guess with kids as well, you know, it's, it's I mean, one has been reading um, the book, I think, What Happened to You yes. uh, by Oprah, Oprah. Mm. and uh, another child psychologist. Mm. And you realize that, you know, it starts really from a young age. Mm. And if mm. there's anything that we bottle up, anything mm. that we don't allow kids to talk about, it really then mm. somehow, you know, creates and ends up being who they become Definitely. which um well, some things can really be avoided mm, you know some mm, things can really mm. be avoided so the reason why star is here really is for us to have a discussion especially around triggers um there's a blog post that i wrote that is on our website so do check it out and we're just going to have an extension an extended discussion especially with regards to you know i spoke of triggers I wrote and I spoke of triggers from a place of experience and we have star who from a place of profession that she's going to then explain what triggers are, how to deal with them and really how to better ourselves and really is, is, is there even a need, you know, is there really a need for us to deal with, with our triggers or, in fact I think what's even more interested is, interesting for me is, is there positive triggers you mm. know so mm. uh, yeah so let's just kick it off so uh, my first question really yes. is are they positive triggers <laughs> 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 or are triggers um, always take you to that negative mm. uh, place that you really don't want to revisit or whenever you know you have a trigger it's like oh my gosh you know I remember this because mm. something bad or mm. something unpleasant happened mm. so um, what are triggers 
and um, are there any positive triggers? Okay, um, so certainly there are positive triggers. So when we think of triggers, triggers are um, when a person experiences an emotional reaction to something. So based on a past experience, um, they will then remember something or they'll be triggered by whatever stimulus there is and then remember a past experience and then would then follow up with the an emotional reaction at that time. So if you think of um, a traumatic experience, if you think of something really bad that has happened to someone, and so what happens in our brain is that um, we have um, what we call um, sensory memory. So our brain remembers things through our five senses. So taste, smell, sight, auditory, um, and touch. And um, so when we receive information, we receive information through our senses. So you will, so during a traumatic experience, you'll see something, or you'll hear something, or you'll smell something. And the next time you smell that same sort of cologne or perfume, mm. it takes you back. So your sensory memory takes you back to that time where that traumatic experience happened. And then we then say that the scent or the perfume or the cologne is a stimulus. So that then becomes the trigger. So every time you smell something like that, it takes you back to that time where it was a very difficult time in your yeah. life or sometimes you hear things or you... Um, if you see someone or if you see a bucket hat and you were robbed by somebody who, who wore a bucket hat on that day, whatever. So through our five senses, we're able to remember things from our past that take us back there. And most of the time, it's, um, it's taking us back to places where we don't want to go back. Yeah. I mean, it's a traumatic yep. experience. It's something that's really bad. It's something that you don't want to relive or rethink. And if we think of positive um, triggers would be the same thing so um, there's a positive stimulus so for example if you think of um, a child if a child smiles at you or if you see me smiling at you at across the corridor or across the mall you'll smile back I mean yeah. just speaking about smile yeah. you're smiling <laughs> yeah. you know so that's a positive trigger just thinking about somebody being um, having a positive demeanor, having um, just a pleasant demeanor about them, or just, that's why I made an example of a child, because a child mm. has this innocence about them, you know. So just thinking back to, or just seeing a child smile, just brings you to smiling. It's like, oh, yeah. you know. So there are positive um, triggers as well. It takes you back. If you see um, something nice happening to someone and you think back to when it happened to you or when it happened to somebody close to you and it just makes you smile or makes you think back so yes they are positive, positive. they are negative triggers all right mm -hmm. and speaking of uh i'm glad that there are positive triggers yes. because <laughs> most of the time when we speak of triggers we actually focus on um, the negative ones and I think mm. it's because you know the reason why people are having all of those conversations it's simply because uh, people don't want to go there but yes. sometimes it's like for you to revisit mm. then you are able to heal yes, you know so certainly. let's go back yes, there so that yes. you can become better and I think mm. that's why then the focus turns to be um, well in society mm. um, not necessarily in your profession but mm. in society tends to be uh, focused on the negative triggers mm. that people have mm. Now, I just want to know how does, so someone like me, I mean, mm. you know, the post that I wrote obviously yes. speaks of the loss of my dad mm. and how one received that call early hours of the morning, mm. you know, and now whenever, like I receive a call just late at night mm. or early hours, I'm like, oh my God, what? I wonder, mm. I wonder who has 
departed. I wonder uh, who's passed away. I wonder what has happened, you know. Uh, and how does one overcome that? Mm. You know, how does one get to a place where I'm able to receive mm. a call in a, at, at unusual hours and mm. not think the worst is about to happen? Mm. Mm. So how can I overcome um, that negative experience? How, and, and in a way, receiving a call and knowing what it doesn't have to take me there. Uh -huh. Okay. So I think what then um, helps people to sort of overcome um, triggers, for example, you've given us this example of having received a call and it was the news of your dad's passing. Um, and having had a chance to speak about it over and over again, you've even written a blog post about it, that then tells your brain that um, it's still bad news, it's still sad, but you are now safe. You are at a safer position, you're in a safer space. So if you think of the day that it happened, yeah. that was um, so much was happening in your mind, so much was happening to you emotionally, um, and just you thinking of so many things. And it's so, it feels emotionally unsafe at that moment because, oh my goodness, what has just happened? Yeah. But as you tell someone else a week later, it's not the same as when you heard it. Um, when you receive a call a month later, it's not, at the, it's not as the same as when it, it actually it happens. Happened, yeah. So in overcoming triggers, the key part, the key thing is that um, to be able to speak about it, to talk about it, to in some ways relive it, but in a space that is much safer. Yeah. So your blog post, I imagine, is quite safe for you. You're able to write, up, yeah. to write about things, incorporate your experiences in it, um, and it is safer. You know that um, I received this bad news, it was terrible, it was life-changing, but right now as I'm sitting here writing, mm it isn't mm. the way that it was that day, yeah. you know? So that's, that's one way. And um, so therapy, I always advocate yeah. for therapy. Yeah. <laughs> therapy is kind of helpful. That's it. Reading about, I think you said reading about... Instagram uh, pages won't be in, enough. Instagram pages won't be enough. I'm like, how's touting? So it doesn't mean what... <laughs> Even my page is not enough. <laughs> so Even which means I have to. Yes, you I must, have, go, people must to go to therapy. therapy. You have to go to therapy because therapy allows you a space where you are assisted so somebody's there to facilitate a conversation where you're able to make sense of what has happened when you're on your own you're unable to make sense of what has happened so in therapy you are able to um, perhaps make use of your five senses yet again so what did you see what did you hear what was happening you know and you get a chance to make sense of it and so what makes triggers again um, very alarming and startling and unpleasant is um, how we the, the meaning behind what has happened you know yeah. so you have now assigned a meaning to receiving a call so receiving a call means there's bad news at the other end you know yeah. so whatever meaning you, you you then assign to certain things then makes that thing and fuels it to become mm. more of a trigger for you because your meaning towards somebody who's wearing a bucket hat I feel like Is, I'm profiling yeah. people who are, all wear, all wear bucket, bucket hats hat. <laughs> definitely not what I'm trying to do but I'm making an example yeah. you know that um Whatever it is, whatever meaning you assign to a certain thing, then gives it more life because you have assigned this meaning that yeah. if I receive a call, this is then possibly what could be happening because of what, based on past experiences. Sure. 
Yeah, no, you've said you've said a mouthful, and I think and I think you know the the very important thing of talking about it. And you saw right, mm. you know, I think my, my dad passed away 2016, mm. and now I'm able to even talk about it without mm. like just that deep sensation and longing mm. that oh my gosh, you know, I remember how it just it moved me. Like I was in so much shock mm. and. You know, I think I received the news, went back to sleep as though nothing happened. But I mm. actually stayed up because mm. I, I just, I, just I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Mm. But the more I spoke about it, the more I talked about it, um, it was then getting much, much, mm. much easier. Mm. And you know, as Africans, really, before we knew anything about psychology, we, we already had so much expertise in dealing with emotional distress. I mean, if you think of in an African family, when there's a death that has occurred, um, the family will come together. People will literally stop everything they are doing. People take leave from work. Yeah. We gather together. Yeah. We are there the whole week. Yeah. And they ask, what happened? And we start telling the story. And we tell it again. And we tell it again tomorrow. So the whole week, we are retelling and telling and retelling, telling and retelling the story. And we obviously didn't know what it does to us psychologically. But it's such great indigenous wisdom, sure. you know, that African people had. Uruzi, the more you talk about it, sure. the more you sit together as a family, the more you give yourself time. Uruzi, we're going to cry about this. We're going to be sad about this. And we're going to allow ourselves to mourn the death of this person. So I think also in, in, in allowing yourself to experience things as they are and as they come also helps you um, in terms of triggers. So um, coming, uh, family coming together may not necessarily be a trigger because um, you lived through it and you allowed yourself to live through it for a whole week where everybody was coming and you were telling the story all over again yeah. and everybody's just here and obviously even get to a point where um, you're laughing about some of the things that this person used yes. to say, they used to do. That's why, you know, because of how much African people understood um, coming together can, can be so helpful in dealing with emotional distress. So even though I will always advocate for therapy, Therapy is not the end all and be all and be all of everything, you know. There's other avenues in which people yeah. can find healing. I mean, writing about your experiences is, 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 is an avenue where somebody can find healing. That's why journaling is so, so important. Um, speaking to somebody that you trust, if you can't find a therapist, yeah. that's so, so important. Um, praying, um, whatever it is that, you, that, that can give you that sense of hope. Um, is very, very important. So all of those things can help you sort of minimize um, the severity of triggers when they do sort of come at you when, yeah. when they pop up. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And do you, would you say it, it should be the same um, way to overcome, especially for kids as well? Let's say for an example, you know, my son goes through um, an unpleasant or mm. a traumatic experience that mm. is out of our control. Mm. You know, maybe gets rejected, mm. gets bullied, mm. uh, a loss of a loved one. Mm. Would you say that even for kids, that is the best way to help them get through, get mm. through um, negative 
triggers. Mm. So for children it might be slightly different, especially because children don't have the capacity to sort of, one, understand what they are experiencing emotionally, two, to articulate what they're actually feeling. Mm. And as much as adults also struggle to sort of express their emotions, yeah. but for children it's much, much more difficult. And children will sort of express their emotions in, in, in several ways, mostly um, in, through behavior, in the way in which they play. So I think what could be important for parents assisting their children um, is, is, is to just be reassuring. We know how helpful that is as an adult. Yeah. When there's somebody who's, yeah. who's reassuring, you know. For children, it's, it's just as important. Mm. Reassurance is so important. Uti, this has happened, and it's sad, and it's bad, and it shouldn't have happened. But it happened, and I'm sorry that it happened, but you're safe now. Yeah. What matters is right now you are safe. Yeah. You could have been unsafe three minutes ago, seven minutes ago, an hour ago, whatever. But right now, as you tell me that this is what has happened to you, you're safe now and it's okay and mm. we can get through this together. So just speaking to children, we always imagine that children um, don't get it. You know, yeah. that I don't have to say yeah. anything to the yeah. child. But children yeah. take so much from what they see as frustration in adults. They take so much from... Um, the way that, that the way that adults experience their emotions. So it's important to talk to your child, to, to tell them, and and also what what helps is um, helping the child to name um, emotions. So if a child's crying, you know, help the child. Are you sad? Are you yeah. you know? Does it hurt in your tummy? Yeah. Does it hurt in your back? Is your head sore? Like what what is it to help the child name the emotion? So as they grow and as they become an adult, mm. they're able to say, actually, no, this is not. This is actually hunger. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not sad. Yeah. Or actually, I'm no, 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 I'm sad. You know. Yeah. So, so whatever it is, you know, so that they know and be able to sort of differentiate between emotions. I mean, um, from the generation which we grew up, that isn't something you know that yeah. was um, done continuously. We always had this thing where. Oh, no, yes. so I don't have to communicate, mm, you mm. know, or they're not even away. Mm, but mm. you realize that, you mm. know, in fact, they are. They are so mm. much away. They are so yeah. much away. Yeah. yeah. So reassurance is important reassurance for Reassurance is so for important. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know, mm. when it comes to relationships, so any, you know, type of close relationship, uh -huh, do you uh -huh. think it's important for people to talk about the triggers, positive and negative? in a way that it might help or boost how people love each other mm, or, mm. or boost our, like you know my love language because mm. it's like oh no this this person you know these are um are her triggers mm. these are his triggers but mm. it doesn't mean Uti, manja must walk on eggshells mm, mm. what it means is you know to help avoid this situation mm. this person likes to you know mm. over communicate mm. you know um say something mm. instead of mm. do you think mm. Uti, it it <laughs> i think it's important yeah. i really think it's important um no no Uti, i think what makes it's difficult to receive as a person receiving um, the the thing. You would see these are my triggers. One, yeah, two, three, four, yeah. five. You know, I think what makes it difficult to receive it is that is it it then sort of puts the responsibility on you. You would see it just because 
your triggers girl and that's tabula or one two three now i must then yeah you know which is yeah. um which which is tough yeah. you know because we all people we all go through things yes. and we all need some sort of tenderness and you know from our loved ones from people we're in relationships with um but in the same breath i will say Wuti, i always um give this analogy to couples when i speak to them Wuti, um if for example we're walking at the mall and one of us trips and falls. Yeah. What then happens? Like our we can't just Yeah. I was going to poetry, brother, therefore we must we must continue, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you can't continue like that. There has to be whoever whoever ongalimel mm. takes on more responsibility. Mm. Are you okay? Is everything fine? Will be will you still be able to walk? To walk. Yeah. Should we go home? Um, perhaps they can't walk now. Now you sort of carrying them, mm. you know, and if they were the ones driving, now you driving. Yeah. When we get home, probably you need like you gonna have to you know to you know tender to yeah. the person. So do you see? Would see the person who is on the receiving end of the person's being hurt um, carries a lot more responsibility. And I think when we enter into relationships, we sort of sign up for that, yeah. you know, that yeah. I, I, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for you. And I think it's important that we um, sort of take that sort of thinking when, when, mm. when, when we want to deal with triggers. Um, perhaps your triggers could be insignificant for me. And they could be like, what the hell? Yeah. Why would that be a trigger? Yeah. You know. But it's important, Uguti, um, to sort of always understand or try to consider the person, Uguti, whatever it is that they are going through, whatever it is that they've been through, is important to them and significant to them. Therefore, I have to now kugula yeah. and you yeah. know and do all of that. So it's important to have the conversation of triggers, um, so that also the person understands. I mean, if you. If you were, uh, for some, you know, just for argument's sake or just for an example, if you're in a previous relationship where every time you called the person, they didn't answer, and then three years down the line, you realize, oh, this person's just been cheating on me all the mm. time. So you then start to think, oh, my goodness, That's all those wild. calls yes. that this person yeah. was not answering, it was probably because of this. Now, you're in a new relationship filled with love and, you know, everything nice, everything good. And this person doesn't answer their phone. Yeah. And you're like, Takes oh, you my God. I, I've been here before. Been here before. This has happened before. Yeah. And I'm not here for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if the person sort of understood your triggers, um, they would know some of the things yeah. to avoid. And But therapy at the end of the day. The, like, the you must not live day. with triggers. Yeah. You must not be like, hey, but you must understand yeah. these are my triggers. Yeah. Therapy. Yeah. Let's heal. Let's sure. heal. Let's become a generation of people. Who, who want to heal yeah. so that we break, you know, the cycle of the just hypatske, things happen to me, you know, things happen to you and things sort of shape and change the trajectory of your life, but you can likewise do the same, you know, mm. you can take responsibility and be like, I'm going to change this, I'm going to heal mm. and I'm going to allow myself to, to get over this. Yeah. Yeah any practical steps but i think also we've spoken about the practical mm. steps really you know i mean for kids it's the reassuring communicating mm. and assuring them that mm. you know you're in a safe space now mm. yes that happened but you know you're in mm. a safe space now and i think for us as adults is talking about it mm. and having or going back to that place where you know that it will uplift your mood mm. you know so mm. whether it's prayer writing mm. talking to someone you trust and therapy mm. 
but do you have any closing remarks you know just to mm. wrap it up especially when it comes to not only triggers you know but just mm. uh, mental wellness mm. you know I mean we just heard of um, you know the passing of that uh, the Patrick Shai mm. you know where it's like sheesh Mm. in his retirement mm. like in mm. his retired age mm. you know who someone was just doing work here and there mm. you know to be succumbed to or end up you know taking mm. taking taking his life mm. you know you realize how mental wellness is so important mm. but also how you know i i, I think um when I heard of that, mm. to me, I was like, sheesh, and that's why it's important to also check on my mom. Mm. You know, like, how mm. are you? Mm. Because we have this thing that, oh, no, I mean, they're this old, mm. ah, they have it all figured mm. out. Mm. When you find that, you know, even when drastic changes happen, you know, mm. when people retire, when mm. people end up not working, when mm. people have kids leaving home, mm. it can be hard. Mm. So any closing remarks under the umbrella of mental wellness and mm. um, you know psychology mm -hmm. I think I really want to echo your words you know mental health is very important and sometimes we don't realize I mean a lot of the times we don't realize um, and we don't I mean I, I, it's an uncomfortable conversation it's an uncomfortable topic everybody wants to look as though they've got things under control yeah. everybody wants to look like they have their ducks in a row but it really isn't like that all the time for everyone, you know. Mm. So it's important that when you do see that your ducks are losing line, you know, it's important. Seek help. So, so important to seek help because a lot of the things that do happen um, due to um, secondary to mental health issues can really be avoided if yeah. you get the correct support, yeah. if you get the adequate support. So support is there. It's available. And I mean... Um, Yes, follow Instagram pages, and I, I believe that that is helpful. I mean, that's why we have those pages in the first place. Um, but also seek help, mm. seek professional help, go to therapy. There really isn't anything um, shameful about being in therapy. People are in therapy just for personal development and yeah. for, you know, to... I mean, there's, there's no way that we can be taking such good... Um, care of our physical health, yeah. but totally neglect our mental, mental health. health. It just doesn't make any sense. So I think as a closing remark, I'd really um, also, I think, also want to commend you for, you know, for platforms like these where you are speaking about these things. And um, it really is important. I think this is one of the things that mm. people should be doing and um, watching channels like these and just um, making sure that they're doing everything that they can um, to to be well yeah. mentally, yeah. Mentally. Mm. All right, Star. I'm glad that this finally happened. You know, like, you know. Since I last know. year, uh, you know, we yeah. just we just kept missing each yes. other. Uh, we just it's it's just been a lot. So yeah. thank you so so much for yeah. making the time, um, for sacrificing mm. and really being here and having Such this conversation. Pleasure. But yeah, to end on a light note. Yes. Uh, what's your What's your favorite track at the moment? Or your favorite yeah, album? Notes. What are you <laughs> what are you playing in your car? Um yo, that's not light for me right now. Ah. <laughs> I'm playing um honestly the song that's been playing in my car I think since last week yeah. is um Nezi Elitungubaba. 
Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been meditating on, mm. on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. You see, it's not light. <laughs> it's not light. <laughs> it's and, not light. And what is one thing that you want to do for yourself this year that you have full control over? One thing that I want to do for myself, there's a number of things that I want to do for myself. Um, yo, your personal questions are not light. <laughs> no, they've never been. They've never been. You know what? You know what? Things that I'm doing for myself this year. So I, 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 self-care. Yeah. And I know it's so cliche, uh, self-care, self-care Sunday and all of that. But honestly, honestly, I'm one of those people that really depend on exercise mm. for mental health, physical health. So, um... I took a break from my personal trainer for about two months. Yeah. And I realized, no, man, I can't I do this. I have to go back. I have to go back. I have to go back. So it's exercise. And also the, another thing is sourcing out help. Hmm. And that is not just mental health and whatever, but sourcing out help, getting somebody to clean my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting somebody to clean my house. No, no, no. I always say we do creation, guys. Yo, uh -uh. So I'm doing those things for myself, uh, yeah. just lightening the load for myself yeah, and yeah. just wherever yeah. I can get help, sure. I'm getting help. So if it's somebody who's coming into my house mm. and cleaning my house, I'm doing that for myself. Um, anything to lighten gives, my load. Exactly. It, it then gives you time to yourself. Yes, yes. You know, to yes. do the whole self-care. Yeah, so. You know, I, I, I jokingly all, um, sometimes say to a friend of mine, in fact, during festive, uh, I was asking her, what are you doing for, for, for Christmas? Uh, I you know, uh, the Zulu women, uh, I got that you guys are overachievers. Uh, you know, you can give birth last week, last week and then, and then you are hosting. You're on it. And she was like, well, Demo, in fact, this year I've decided to, which, mm. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be that, mm, you know, mm. um. I just want to relax. Yeah. I just want to have time to myself. And, and she was like, because I just feel like the recovery yeah. also, you know, after uh, pregnancy mm. is quicker that way. So, mm. so I'm glad we would see. Yeah. yeah. Let's seek help. Let's yeah. Seek help. Seeking help. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you hope you've gained more insight and information like I did. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, do subscribe to the website, to this channel uh, below. Just click, click, subscribe. And whenever we have any videos that can be uploaded and you'll get a notification. But also just remember that we have uh, mentorship programs. So if you are looking for a mentor in Durban, Joburg, Cape Town, do hit us up on info at anashemetlyherd.co.za and we'll definitely get back to you. Bye. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. To stay updated with new episodes and blog posts, do subscribe to this YouTube channel or our webpage anashemetlyherd.co.za. For more Q&A on previous posts, do watch the next episode. Enjoy.